This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. I don't often recommend books here on the podcast, but one of my favorite books of all time is a book called Blueprint for Black Power by Dr. Amos Wilson. And it forever changed the way that I view how we solve our worst problems. None of our problems have singular, one-dimensional solutions. All of our problems are complex and require a comprehensive blueprint for us to figure out how to solve them. Today, I want to talk about how we can smartly vote our way out of some of our worst problems. Now, voting alone, it's not enough. Voting for Joe Biden alone is not enough. But today I want to tell you some moves that I'm about to make, that our organizations are about to make, and how we strongly believe that voting the right people into office locally can have a huge, huge impact. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. I started today's episode of The Breakdown talking about one of my favorite books of all time, The Blueprint for Black Power, because Dr. Amos Wilson, who has since passed uh, a beloved Morehouse graduate and uh, someone whose books, many of his books, including the psychological underdevelopment of the black child, changed the way I saw parenting. Blueprint for Black Power really changed the way I saw myself as a leader. I mean, it may have been almost 20 years ago when I first read these books and really just shaped how I saw how I can contribute to making our communities safer, better, more equitable. And I see a bit of two extreme arguments that often happen. One of those arguments is that voting doesn't matter. And I see smart, and you're going to question that. (laughs) I see smart, informed people saying, listen, what they're really talking about is their critique of Joe Biden. We've been voting for Democrats for generations, and some of our biggest problems continue to remain. It doesn't matter. Voting for Joe Biden doesn't matter. It's not enough. Voting is not enough. And some people are so irritated with the Democratic Party. Some people are particularly irritated with Joe Biden that it causes them to say, listen, I also have a disdain for Donald Trump, but I'm tired of people telling me vote, vote, vote when that's simply not going to change 
the substance of so many of our problems. Now, a lot of that is true. Now, I am going to vote against Donald Trump, which means for me voting for Joe Biden. Anybody who's ever listened to this podcast knows I'm not a Joe Biden fan. I'm, I'm not a supporter. I'm, I'm a lifelong critic of him and his policies and his history. However, Donald Trump is an existential threat to this country, not just with the coronavirus, but with so many other policies. Now, with that said, it is true. And, I, and you've heard me say this before, that voting alone, it's not enough. It's not. And voting for Joe Biden alone is not enough. Today, I'm not here to talk about why voting for Joe Biden will solve our problems. I'm not even going to talk about voting for Joe Biden. I instead want to talk about how voting smart, voting informed in local elections can change the entire game. And over these next, if I have my math right, maybe 28 days, yeah, we are now exactly four weeks away from Election Day. You also need to understand that Election Day is basically the end of the election, not the beginning. Election Day is the final day you can vote. It's not the first day. It's not the only day. In most places now, you can vote today. You can vote remotely. You can, you can go in and vote early. And I would encourage all of us uh, to be able to do that. However, it is not enough to just understand who you're voting for in the presidential election. And today, I want to give you three examples of races that we're going to support candidates in and why we decided to support those candidates. Because most change, most political change happens on the local level. And we are jumping in headfirst to support over 20 different candidates in local elections from coast to coast and I want to tell you about all of those candidates. Let me break it down. I'm going to be spending most of my time over the next 28 days campaigning for candidates from coast to coast, maybe even in your city, in your state. I hoped that I would be campaigning right now for Bernie Sanders all over the country to be the next president. Uh, the odds are when you endorse a presidential candidate during the primaries, there were almost 20 candidates. The odds are your candidate has basically a, a one in 20 chance of winning that nomination. And so for those of us who are disappointed that the person that we wanted to win didn't win, you can't just set everything else out. You have to jump in and I want to tell you about some of the races that we are jumping in. In fact, I'm going to tell you about all of them over the next few days and weeks. I'm going to be talking about them on my Instagram and social media, and I'll be talking about them right here on the Breakdown Podcast. One of the most important races we're jumping headfirst into is the Portland mayoral race. And we're going to be endorsing a candidate named Sarah Ayanna Roan. Sarah Ayanna Roan. And 
She is an amazing woman. She is an, an activist and an organizer herself. She is deeply connected to the organizing community there in Portland. She is a good woman with a good heart who is super, super well-informed and hired a brilliant, brilliant, with a capital B, Black Lives Matter activist to literally be her campaign manager. And that's not because she's trying to co-opt the movement. Uh, I know uh, her campaign manager well, and he understands policy. He understands organizing. He understands what it takes to not just connect with voters, but he understands what it takes to make change. And many people don't understand this. And there have been a couple really brilliant articles written about this over the past few weeks. But one of the single biggest impediments, roadblocks to change when it comes to policing. It's not Donald Trump. It's not Joe Biden. It's not the president. It's not even Daniel Cameron. It is frequently your local mayor. And local mayors, which are in America's largest cities, almost exclusively Democratic. In almost every major city in America, the mayor is a Democrat, with very few exceptions, including right there in Portland. Now, their current mayor, Ted Wheeler, like in a lot of cities, is a former Republican who knew that he could never run as a Republican and win. And so he switched parties in a lot of ways to be able to win and to be relevant there in the city. I've met Mayor Wheeler. Uh, he has done about as bad of a job as mayor in 2020 as any mayor in any city in the country. He has empowered and protected the worst policing. He has protected aggressive police, uh, flagrantly violent police. He has encouraged them in spite of his public comments. He has encouraged and condoned them to use not just heavy handed tactics, but to use forms of policing that human rights organizations around the world have said should be outlawed. And, and in, in all in most other major cities around the world are actually outlawed forms of of gassing when people tear gas protesters that is that is literally illegal in most major countries and cities around the world in portland it's been happening over and over and over again and what people are protesting about in portland is inequity they are protesting inequity in in education economic inequity housing they are protesting a city that they love that has so much inequality and that includes policing and, and the systems and structures of mass incarceration. And Sarah Ayanarone is someone who is going to do the hard work to make sure that Portland is actually fair and equitable, and safe for all people. Listen to me. Every time you see a horrible case of police brutality and that police chief and that police department won't do anything about it, understand that in most cities, now there are a few major cities uh, 
where a city council or a county supervisor's board oversees the police department. But in most cities, including in in my city right here in New York, in most major cities, the mayor oversees that department. And when you see a police chief and a police department that's not really changing the game, that's because they have the blessing of the mayor. And Portland needs a mayor and will have a mayor in Sarah Ianna Roan, who is going to change the game from the inside out. Now, I have two more candidates that I want to tell you about. But you need a candidate running in your city like Sarah Ianna Roan. And we need mayors all over the country who not only paint Black Lives Matter on the road, but have policies that show they truly mean it and value it. I'll be right back. I want to speak for just a moment to all the entrepreneurs who are listening. You know, right now, the holiday season is around the corner. And this year, we know that people are going to be buying more stuff online than ever before. And if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur that sells online, you've got to be ready to meet the demands of record-breaking online shopping. So be ready with a new company that we love called ShipStation. ShipStation helps online sellers get your orders out quickly. They help you save money on shipping costs, and they keep your customers happy. No matter where you're selling, if it's Amazon, if it's Etsy, if it's your own website, ShipStation brings all of your orders into one simple interface. And right now, Breakdown listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the offer code BREAKDOWN. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of a massive online shopping season. You can get started right now at ShipStation.com today. Just click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in BREAKDOWN. That's ShipStation.com and then enter the offer code BREAKDOWN and let me know what you think. Police brutality and really mass incarceration and all the systems and structures of mass incarceration, those systems are super local. And the president of the United States can have an impact on federal cases, but the president, be it Trump or Biden, Obama or any president, they only have so much impact on what can happen locally. Now, if you had a super progressive president, there are a lot of creative ways that they can impact policing. But I don't think that we'll get that from Joe Biden. And, and we won't get that, obviously, from Donald Trump, who is really campaigning now as the pro-police candidate. He's kind of abandoned all pretense that he wants to reform policing like he's thrown that out of the window. But Joe Biden really is not going to do much about it either. And he is even talking about how police need more funding and more support. And so most of the change that we want to see happen on the local level that reduces the footprint of mass incarceration, it's going to happen with local mayors. It's going to happen with local city councils who often set the policies and laws for the city and sometimes set those policies and laws uh, for the county and even have 
a massive amount of influence, and this is what I want you to understand, on the budget of their city and county. City councils, and in California, they they have city councils, but they also have something called county supervisors. And county supervisors, your, your city or county may have county supervisors, but they are incredibly powerful all over California. In California, you have some influence if you are a city council person, but you have the most influence when you are a county supervisor. You have more influence than really any position outside of mayor of that city. And there are two people that I want to tell you about. The first is Tara Lawson Reamer. Tara Lawson Reamer is running for county supervisor in San Diego. And first and foremost, she's just a brilliant woman. (laughs) This one will not be an insult to Tara Lawson Reamer, but the most brilliant people in America aren't running for office. They're not. And when you see somebody as brilliant and creative and courageous as Tara Lawson Reamer, who is running for county supervisor there in San Diego, you have to support them because America's smartest leaders are often running organizations. They're running businesses but they're not running for office. A lot of times they're running away from office. And Tara Lawson Reamer is the exception to that rule. In fact, when I learned that she was running, I I was surprised because she is literally just a brilliant, brilliant person. And we need brilliant people running our cities, running our counties, people who have imaginations, people who have political courage, to change what's broken, to hold the systems of inequity accountable, and to put in place policies. Again, just like we said about the candidate for mayor in Portland that we're supporting, Sarah Ianna Roan, Tara Lawson Reamer is going to make San Diego a more equitable city. And it is dominated. It's one of the few American cities that is frequently dominated by Republicans as mayor, as county supervisors, as city councilors. And we want to support Tara Lawson Reamer in her run for San Diego County Supervisor. And she's going to change the game from the inside out. We've been able to have conversations with her, and she's just brilliant. And what you need to be asking is who is running in my city that's going to actually change the game? Who has political courage? Who has the courage of their convictions? Who wants to, who welcomes being in community, held responsible? Who is that? And Tara Lawson Reamer is that. Now, in San Francisco, which anybody who listens to this from the Bay Area, you all know how much I love the Bay, and my family and I have thought about moving there multiple times just uh, Oakland and San Francisco in the Bay Area is like a second home to us. There is a great, great man and a grassroots leader who is running again uh, to be back in the county supervisor position, overseeing District 11 in San Francisco. His name is John Avalos. And John was a county supervisor and termed out 
And when you have a break between terms, you can actually run again. Uh, He had been previously elected to two terms of voters and everyday people in San Francisco know him. They trust him. And what we understand in San Francisco, we helped elect a man who I think is one of the most important uh, change agents in our country. We helped to elect and many of you voted for him and donated to his campaign. Chesa Boudin, who was the district attorney of San Francisco. But when you elect a district attorney, they need allies. They need the mayor to be an ally. They need uh, they, they need county supervisors to be an ally. And Chesa needs allies uh, up and down the government. And John Avalos is that, will be that. And we're backing and supporting John Avalos. He, need, he needs our support. And what I want you to understand, and we're going to announce every day for the next few days, more races that we're jumping into. I want you to understand if you're not from Portland, where we're endorsing Sarah Ianna Roan, if you're not from San Diego or San Francisco, I want you to understand that this is relevant to you because I'm trying to model, if you will, what it means to be an informed voter. I, I don't live in Portland. I don't live in San Diego or, or, or San Francisco, but I am, I'm trying to be so informed right now that I not only know how to vote in my city, but I want to be able to tell you and, and voters how to vote in your city. But I need you to know. I need you to have an election plan. Who are you voting for? What do they stand for? And when ugliness happens in your city, police violence, racial injustice, will they be a true ally? Will they say and, and most importantly, do the hard things? Now, here's what I know. Change is not just about voting. It isn't. But when you vote the right people into office that you can have earnest relationships with that welcome being held accountable for for their promises it can put you on the path to change but when you don't have friends when you don't have allies and comrades and supporters and co-conspirators in the most important positions then you're just locked out and that's what we find in a lot of cities right now where we are protesting and demonstrating for change it's like oh We really don't have any friends in these positions. Well, you can change that in your city. We're trying to change that in Portland. We're trying to change it in San Diego and and San Francisco. And tomorrow I'll tell you about more candidates in more cities where we're really trying to make change. Take care, everybody. Break it down. It's Nikki and Maria Elena, hosts of the North Star's newest podcast, America the Voiceless, a podcast that's about the right to vote and the fight to vote. We believe that all Americans have a voice, but far too many Americans hit roadblocks when it comes to casting their votes. 
In America the Voiceless, we hear from lawmakers, historians, activists, and everyday people as we unpack the barriers some Americans have to overcome to make sure their voices are heard during the voting process. You can listen to a new episode of America the Voiceless every Thursday this fall. All episodes are available on thenorthstar.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. I've been working at Santa's workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. When you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can get a powerful Internet experience and nationwide coverage on the most reliable network. Choose the data option that's right for you. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Based on root metrics by IHS Markets Root Score Reports 2H 2020 of four mobile networks.